Oh, oh, hell no. I really wish I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Bodacast. Uh, I'm going to deem this episode the potentially underrated episode going into the year. Uh, there's three teams that I think can make an actual boom this year. Hi, Zach. How are you doing? Hey. Uh, I'm James. I'm going to be hosting today. Joined, as always, Chris, Drew, Zach. How you doing, boys? What's up, Boda World? I'm uh, just chilling at Zach's <laughs> dining room table. <laughs> We're just ate a metric fuck ton of Mexican food. Yeah. Feeling yes. real great. We're gonna see who runs to the bathroom first. A bunch of white guys eating Mexican food. Let's see what happens. I put laxative in everybody's but mine as well. <laughs> see, I think you should have done like a Russian roulette and just like, oh, put like bullets in randomly. It. Yeah, just put a bullet in it. Yeah. That's what I was going <laughs> for. There it is. I cracked my bullet. <laughs> That's definitely going to be one of the quotes on this, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> um, Alright, so, Jesus Christ. Bruce's jewel. I'm being a bullet! I'm being a bullet! <laughs> Goddamn bullet! Uh, you guys want to talk a little news first, or you want to just get in? Yeah, let's get some news. I, I like some news. Um, so, uh, big news. Drew and I, yesterday, recorded with the boys at Slump Buster, uh, Juju and Dre. They are awesome dudes. Uh, that episode will be out eventually. I'm not really sure what their schedule is. So uh, we'll keep you updated on our end when it does. Um, what? I, I was gonna say like a date and I was like, I don't know. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was like, not like, no, nothing against their editing. No, 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 it just sounded Jack's like you were hesitating jealous. for a second. No, I'm, I'm no it was because I was yeah. trying to think and I was like, uh, soon? <laughs> well, because I was gonna say, you told us you didn't know. Yeah. What? All right. Chris is just upset. You guys I, went on a full minute about not knowing. Anyway, uh, so Drew and I did that. That'll be out soon. Um, shout out to them again for bringing us on. We'll be doing a fantasy league with them and a bunch of other awesome podcasts. Uh, the NCAA is collapsing and they're just doing interconference. That's fun. David Njoku wants out. Bill Belichick's on the line. Uh, <laughs> Raheem Mostert wants um, a trade. Yeah, no also, one cares. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about... <laughs> you can't say that. Let's talk about David Njoku for a second. Patriots just freed up $7.8 million in cap space. I'm just saying. After and the settlements up. with Hernandez and Brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Aaron Hernandez must be swimming in money right about now. <laughs> must be nice. Oof, swimming in dirt. Yeah, how I did not read into the settlement. Yeah. What did they end up paying them? I, they I'm just sure cut they the contract. I'm sure they just did it at some cost that was because lower than what they had to. I didn't read technically the, they I, did not have to pay Antonio Brown or Hernandez, but Hernandez gets there's a fine line because he technically was not guilty because he was killed during his or died well, during. Well, no, his, I. I I didn't read anything into Hernandez, but Antonio Brown, his the settlement was he was owed four million dollars of a nine million dollars signing bonus rather than salary. Uh, so because signing. they didn't pay okay. it to him, it did it went against their cap hit for mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. coming year. Um, so yeah, watch out for the Patriots to make more moves and just become a contender out of nowhere again. Great, awesome, <laughs> stellar. Uh, anything else before we get into it? Uh, yeah, the biggest of the news. NHL, which, NHL first game. NHL first, first game announced. Did a little news news thing about. Well, it, since la- our last week's podcast is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, dude, yeah, we didn't even talk about Patty getting paid. Fucking half a mil. By That's far the biggest news. Patty money bag. Dude, I fucked up on that tweet. By the way. What? So I put out a tweet saying like on our account that it's like oh it's worth like, millions of dollars of Heinz ketchup. Sponsored by Hunts. 
Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was really, I was listening to another podcast. I wasn't the first one to make that mistake. There's a lot of people who made that mistake. I'm just glad I wasn't alone. Yeah. Well, so your math is off because then obviously ketchup brands are charged. No, naturally, yeah. So I'm just lying out here. Yeah, fuck you. Dude. Nah, that's a ridiculous contract that we'll see what actually ends up happening. That is with that. now the biggest sport contract in sports history for long term. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not surprising, y'all, if you just look at the trend of contracts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it, the, is it gonna? So one of our good. quarterbacks didn't like it, but like we're gonna talk about it on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look. He looked at me and gave me a weird look. You looked, looked at me. I, I looked, Wait, like, I looked at you. We all like, have different quarterbacks, so I thought you meant one of our. Like, no. Well, excuse me, but anyways, Fuck me. that contract is massive. I think the biggest thing is Sheep. if is if Mahomes will play out. The contract and the hit that it could potentially have on the Chiefs in the long run. Mm-hmm. With names like Kelsey, Hill, uh, Matthew, all up mm-hmm. uh, for contracts for the next one to two years. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do there? <laughs> yeah, in the short term, it's definitely going to hurt them more than I think it will in the long term because I think, you know, you get five or six years down the road and say, Hey, Patrick, you notice how all the players that you used to like to throw the ball to are um, gone? <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe we could restructure this so a little bit just I, so we can get some weapons. Sorry to cut you off. I talked about this a bit. Um, I'm not sure if he has his ability. He does have a playmaking ability naturally. But does Patrick Mahomes have the ability that Brady and Manning had to elevate the talent around him? That's why they're paying that, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you give them that deal. Mm-hmm. Because they believe Mahomes is a guy who's able to make the talent around. Rodgers even, sorry. Yeah. But like the three of them have the ability to <laughs> to raise the talent around them and make them better just by their singular play. Right. And we haven't really had a chance to see Patrick Mahomes without at least one other you know, star player to fall back. Did you just get a fucking piece of cake? No, it's actually a cookie pizza. Jesus well, anyways, as I was saying, is sorry to cut you off. To okay. keep you guys updated, his short-term contract over the next two years is actually very good. They planned it out accordingly, yeah. where it's almost off of his rookie contract. It is, and they can still pay players long-term if they do it within the next two years. Come 2022, right when that fiscal year starts, if they did not sign long terms. Well, Any I mean, long-term contracts, they're fucked. You're still talking about signing people to long-term contracts like Travis Kelsey, like Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. They're going to want a lot of money at some point if you sign them to a long-term contract. And at some point, that's going to overlap with Mahomes. So it, it, so that's the big thing. Is Now everyone else on that team now says, well, Mahomes is getting $500 million over 10. Like, what can you pay me? Right. right. So it... it creates that thing where you can't sign anyone now to long-term deals because there's no room for that down the road and you could sign the short-term deals and then hope Mahomes restructures down the line mm-hmm. to keep him around it's a very precarious position mm-hmm. that they have wound up in because another interesting fact with this and then we'll move on is um I believe it was 2023 Mahomes salary cap hit is 23% of the Chiefs that year. Now that is one of the highest that we've ever seen, but also the average for OMG contracts is usually around 13% and that's considered very high. So we're looking at 10% more, that's a ridiculous. Right, and that's projected, let's not forget it. 
know, his salary cap hit goes up mm-hmm. that much, they still might not be able to sign all these players to long-term mm-hmm. contracts that they know. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. His, he's living off incentives and signing bonuses the next two years, which is was smart, but can also screw them. Living off of. Yeah, you're saying when you when we say living off of, we're not talking about how we survive no. off of like a thousand dollars. You're talking about how Patrick Mahomes is surviving off of like a fucking fifteen million dollars. Yeah, yeah, he can yeah, take yeah. yeah fifteen million with incentives and signing bonuses. And never mind the endorsements. Yeah, that's not. He's got a lot of ketchup. A lot, a lot of ketchup. A lot of ketchup coming in. Man but never needs ketchup. That's Zach's life. That's his dream. Fantasy. Zach loves himself some Heinz ketchup. How dare you? I'm a Hunts guy. <laughs> Sponsored. This episode brought to you by Pazookis and Hunts. <laughs> Cats up. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, let's go to the first team. We're going to start in the NFC. And uh, just to show you something a little strange here. The first team we're talking about is the Cowboys, finished 8-8. Eight eight. The AFC cutoff, the team that didn't make it were the Steelers at 8-8. Eight eight. So we're already down a bit off of that mark with the Cowboys. Um, I don't know if you want to go on that whole NFC rant right now. But NFC uh, East, East rant in particular, if you want to narrow it down even more. Um, they've done a great job. They ended up franchise tagging Dak. I think they should pay him, not $500 million, but they should pay him. Um, they have Andy Dalton. They have Andy Dalton, which is just a good idea to have a veteran there. I'm trying to justify it. They I got... Think they should pay that. <laughs> well, they got rid of Jason Garrett. They're going to have a redhead on the team. Jesus. Um, they got CD. That's the big signing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So now their receiving core is Amari, CD, and Michael Gallup. Pretty fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah. uh, Zeke is having the worst offseason in the world. <laughs> he is faded. He's had corona. He's just losing everywhere he can. Yeah. Um, defensively, they end up getting rid of, um, I can't think of his name, to Miami. Right? And they signed him. I don't know. Yeah, didn't they? I thought they didn't have re-signing back. Well, we're going to figure that out. But Drew, I want to hear your talk on Dak. I feel like Dak is going to be the big focal point of what we're talking about when it comes to the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, he's kind of a package deal with Zeke. It feels like you know they've they've been connected their whole career. Ah, I was right. It was Byron Jones. He's in Miami. Um, but I I don't think Dak Prescott is special. I don't think that he's you know an insane talent that, that should be among the highest paid quarterbacks but it's just it comes with the territory you play for a high profile team you're the quarterback it's it's kind of just the trend at this point and they also they have a level of faith in him and i've wrote about this in the past because they're getting the pieces around him they want him to be successful they want him to be the guy yeah so dax dax not a bad quarterback he's not a great quarterback he is a good plus I'll give him a good plus quarterback I'd stick him firmly in good good to good plus (laughs) (laughs) Um, stake water right there yeah Chris what do you think about Dak and Andy Dalton Um, so most of you at the table especially James knows my feeling about Dak and I think he's the biggest joke out there but 
he they have adapted this Cowboys offense to work with him. And I think we saw a few years ago how useless he is without Zeke. Yeah, I, and, I think Zeke's a But when Zeke is in that offense, Dak is not the worst out there. I don't think it, but that's the thing. I don't think it takes a great quarterback to make that offense work really well. I want to talk no, about that's what I'm saying. You guys are saying you guys are saying like he's not a great quarterback. He still put up 4900 yards with 30 touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not saying that he doesn't put up numbers. I'm not yeah. but he has one of the best running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. One of the best receivers in a here top. and there on mm-hmm. the league. When, when Amari Cooper's on, Amari Cooper I'm trying to put a number amazing. on it. One of the best offensive lines. Low-end top 10. Fair. Yeah. And, and, but when he shows up, he's top... When he shows up. Three to five. That's a big... Mm. When he shows up, it, it's very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you That's never it. know. But as I was saying, before I was rudely cut off, I wrote a post right when uh, Andy Dalton got traded to the Cowboys. Or signed. Whatever about the Cowboys kind of, in my mind, I feel like they have a no-brainer here because Dak still wants a lot of money. And they can almost tell Dak to go fuck himself and just throw Andy Dalton in there and see what he can do until Dak is like, oh, wow. They can play with Dak here. The Cowboys have Dak in the exact position to play with him and be like, you want... You want... (laughs) That money's so bad. Look what we can do with Andy Dalton. You don't deserve it. And Dak's like, oh, shit. And I think that's going to be the exact <laughs> They can shake that offense up, I, which may be good. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think right. you got to give just... Andy Dalton the chance here. I don't know if you do. I think I'd stick with Dak. Honestly, if he has more weapons, he can spread the ball. If he can show that he can do it, pay him this year. If he can show it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I, think I, he my can. My whole thing is I think they can do it for a much cheaper price than Dak does. I think Dak is asking a lot, but... It might not be that far-fetched. You're still talking about a ton of yards. I'd You're like talking to about see a mountain of stats. I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see Andy Dalton play, get some reps here and there. Whatever. It would be interesting. He's still a decent quarterback. I've never thought Andy Dalton was a bad quarterback. He's just been stuck in Cincinnati. Right. You never really get to see how good Super unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Zach, what are your thoughts, though? Um, on Andy Dalton specifically, uh, I've never thought he was a good quarterback. He had... I think he put up the numbers because AJ Green was there. Is it because he's a redhead? What do you have against redheads? Oh my god. Are you sure? Yeah. You're mean to me. Okay. Alright. Just redhead. fucking keep it going. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't particularly think Andy Dalton was a good quarterback. I mean he had that he had a couple good seasons. When you know, when is your season's on the line? They didn't win a single playoff game for what, four years in a row? Four years straight. Yep. Stats are stats. That's fine. But you can't get the job done in, in, in the playoffs at home multiple times. It's the same thing with Dak Prescott. He's never gotten anywhere in the playoffs. That's a very good point. <laughs> very yeah. good compelling argument. He doesn't... No, no. Really... All right. Again, just on the, just on the, the topic of Andy Dalton. And Prescott had a lot more weapons than Dalton, other than A.J. Yes, that's Green. true. And... But then you look at the games that they've played, and it's not always their fault. It's... <laughs> The game against Green Bay, they had it won until Jared Cook made that stupid catch on the sidelines. Again, I I feel like they're comparable, but, you know, obviously in a different era of quarterback. So which one, gun to your head, are you going with? I would go with the younger guy. Yeah. I would go with with Dak. Go with the guy you could progress. Correct. 
See, it's funny. The table's again, here. again, that's yeah. the thing. I just don't think that's worth it. I don't no, think no, you're no, gonna get. I'm not gonna with, with you. And that's fine, but at the same time, Dak has had what three or four years with Zeke under his belt, right? Behind a probably a top three offensive line. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what year. Dak is capable of when Zeke's not in the picture. Not much. Squat. Correct. That's if fine. they don't have a run game, Dak Prescott is a below average non-factor. He's just a non-factor. But let's but let's talk about the fact that what were his weapons when he didn't have Zeke? Cole Beasley. I want to know exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I was supposed to chime in. Dez was still on the team. Okay, but yeah. that's not. But a, that's not. A, yeah, that not like that. Like very very tail end Dez. Dez Bryant had nothing left in the tank that season that he played with them. Nothing. The throws were also. Eh. Okay, and that's fine. That's understandable. But at the same time, you don't have the arguably one of the best running backs in the league. The pressure and coverage is going to be way different because they know they're going to throw the ball way more if they don't have Zeke running the ball. Right. So yeah. what, it, what it comes down to when Dak is the guy, when he doesn't have Zeke to split it up, right. when he doesn't have Zeke to be, you know, Dak's a change of pace. <laughs> Dak is a good play-action quarterback, <laughs> and he can make it work when he has the time to throw because Zeke is garnering so much attention. Correct. But when there's no focus on their run game, Dak is useless. No, that's fine. I, I can agree with that. But also, we have to look at it at, at the weapons he had. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there. He didn't have any. They put pieces around him. Correct. And look what he did with the pieces that he has around him. 4,900 yards, 30 touchdowns. That's an incredible season. Yeah. Fair. And also, you're talking about, he was, the big headline was the $45 million, right? Oh, from a four-year deal, after we just talked about Pat Mahomes kind of setting the new bar on a quarterback... Forty-five million is not going to be that outrageous for a quarterback, especially considering I only know this because I just looked it up. The salary gap has increased about ten million dollars consistently. So forty-five million for a quarterback is like mid to high, like not super high, but like it's a decent range for fair. a future contract. That's fair, but at the same time, I feel like the contract needs to reflect the player. And if it's mid to high, and Dak Prescott is not a mid to high player, he's a mid, mid. player. Mid, See, I think mid he is. Mid to mid high at best. I think he is. I, I, I can, I can agree with the numbers. But do we talk numbers at voter? No. No. We're gut check, baby. We're gut, gut check. check. Gut check time. I don't. Gut check tells me he's you not. Should he's be not. paying Dak Prescott franchise quarterback money. No, I agree. So you're saying he's not a franchise quarterback. Overall, no. I, I think if the pieces fall down around him, if two of his weapons get hurt next year, or one gets suspended and one gets hurt, and he has to figure out a way to make it work, the Cowboys are going to be even worse than they usually are. Fair enough. So, I just looked this up, back to the 2017 stats real quick, on what wide, wide receivers Dak didn't have. He actually, when Zeke was suspended, Des Bryant, Terrence Williams, okay, Jason Witten. Okay, but again, you, you're trying tail, to sell me on tail end Cole careers. Beasley, right? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you Cole Beasley. That's fine, but he's not like the wide receiver you think. Terrence he's. Williams is already. Terrence oh, right. Williams is probably the like most the best out of yeah. the, those options. Honestly, Des Bryant had 69 catches for 838 yards. That's not outstanding for Des Bryant because Dak couldn't get him the ball. A exactly. Lot of I'm, I'm with. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think I'm agreeing with Zach here. I think you're taking 2017 and like 
looking at it too deep, I do think this is his deciding year. I think this is a deciding year yeah, for a I, lot of quarterbacks, including my guy. We'll talk about him next show. Um, but uh, we'll see. Um, let's get into Boom Bust here. So, who wants to kick it off? I'll kick it off. Chris, run him. Boom. Andy Dalton. Jesus Christ. Okay. I just went over it. I truthfully think the Cowboys are in the perfect <sighs> position to play him. And I think Andy Dalton, this with an offensive line stuff. like that, and some top tier. No, I, I think you have a very interesting point with the Cowboys. If they wanted it to, they could fuck with that Russell a little bit. Yeah, they, why they, wouldn't you? They, It'd save you a shit ton of money. And it would make him play his ass off. It would. That's a. That's. It's, but that's point, still against. The point is fair. But to pick Andy Dalton yeah. as your as your boom player. No, the point. It's different is, from the point. He's still against my point. I think Andy Dalton will get the starting job, and I'd like to see it, it happen. So that's my point. That's my boom. Uh, all right. Uh, excuse me. I want to go throw up somewhere. Um, <laughs> Good luck. You want to take the next one? Go uh, that way. Yeah. I. I mean, you don't pay a man that much money, or are going to pay a man that much money. And then start Andy Dalton. They're still paying him, mind you. His Correct. franchise tag is 31 and a half. Cor- Correct. Correct. I thought we weren't about numbers here. But gut feelings. Yeah, my gut feeling is that Andy Dalton sucks. My gut feeling <laughs> is that you suck. Uh, my boom player is definitely going to be Amari Cooper. Um, I think that having CeeDee Lamb there as well as Michael Gallup is going to help open the field up for Amari and... We've seen what Amari Cooper can do with Dak Prescott. <laughs> she giving you a hard time. She's fucking knocking my phone off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've always liked Amari Cooper. I thought he's gotten a lot of a lot of shit for the drop catches in Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's improved very much so from that year. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've gone around definitely. it, but I think finding that level of consistency is going to be key for him to yes, get that boom this year. But he's a touchdown monster. Yeah. He had, what, 16 touchdowns last year when I traded him to you? Drew? Um, it's tough. They, they have a lot of very exciting pieces on that offense, particularly. I, I think that... I think my boom is Zeke. I think Zeke's going to come back and be a little bit closer to his, his rookie form. When he was, you know... He's still been a phenomenal running back the last couple of years, but... His rookie year was dominant, and I think it's gonna. I think that's gonna come to repeat itself a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I, I mean, I think Zeke might have lost a bit of a touch on the offseason. Um, the coronavirus concerns worry me, but also for talking from a fantasy standpoint, a dude who cannot miss two weeks because he's already been sick is very valuable as a running back. Very true. Um. Especially if you're counting like a third week. If you miss like two and then you have a split and then a bye week, you're fucked. Right. Um, I do think I'm going to go against Chris and say my boom is Dak. I think Dak shows it. I think he has the weapons this year. I think they can spread the offense. A new-ish mindset with Mike McCarthy might help. (laughs) I'm going to be your coach. Um, coach, I I have a lot of faith in Dak this year. I have mountains of faith that this kid's going to be doing great things. 
Can I we'll, throw we'll see what Mike McCarthy has to say. Yeah, about we'll that. see. <laughs> uh, the big relying factor is what Mike McCarthy yeah, is going to do to me. Uh, throwback to the <laughs> that time you almost dude. The time I thought Mike, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy was going to be the yeah. coach of the Browns. Yeah. Most horrifying like yeah. three weeks of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then you ended Woo. up with who? Again? Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Love that pick. We'll get that next he week. He was my coach for years. <laughs> years. I lived it. You did win the Super Bowl, didn't you? Chris, yeah, all right, I mean, hit me with your bus. I think I know where you're going. Do you? I don't know. Probably not now. So okay. my bus, pertaining to what James just said, is going to be Zeke. And Ooh. I don't want to say that he's going to be horrible, but I don't think he's going to have that form like he used to. Like James said, he's had a very rough offseason. And I think it will play into this kind of season. And he just, not a non-factor, but he's not going to be the Zeke that we're looking for. Yeah, or the Cowboys are looking for it because I hate the fucking Cowboys. I mean, we all, I think as a consensus, we all hate the Cowboys. I, I just think they have too many other weapons for Zeke to not see some kind of uptick. I only, the only way we can tell is by watching, but I really think he'll be a bust this year. I think, uh, I mean, this offseason has been, as we've been talking about, really yeah. rough on him, and yeah. I think it will play into this season. Okay. Zach, run it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my bus Michael Gallup. Okay, that's think, interesting because a lot of people are backing him. Yeah, so I I you know I think he's a good player, he's a fine player. Um I would just be worried about his fantasy stock, knowing that he's now gonna be wide receiver number three, especially with CD Lamb there. With two stud receivers. Correct. Like yeah. like two game changing receivers mm-hmm. in Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. Um I, I don't know, I feel like I feel like Dak is not the kind of quarterback to go through reads. He's the kind of just try to punch it in there. Rather than going through three reads on a play, you're going to see him going to Cooper, and you're going to see him going to CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why Michael Gallup will uh, at least a bust for this, for this year. Okay. He'll probably put up some some decent numbers, but it won't be anything like last year when he was you know the third wide receiver in their grouping and put up like 900 yards and whatever he did last year. I got Dak as my bust. <laughs> you want to go into that more, or you just want to commit to saying Dak is your bust? No, I, like I said, with Zeke booming, I think that's gonna. How do you how are you defining bust? I don't think he's gonna put up five thousand yards again. Right. Well, I, I feel like bust, like boom, bust or sleeper is like it just depends on the hype around them. It's not necessarily based on production from last year. Or mm-hmm. previous years, it might just be like how people are feeling about him this year. So, like a lot of people are acting like Gallup. That's why I think he's going to be a bust because I think that you know because he had a good season last year, everyone is putting faith into him. So, so, so Drew's Dak right. Is, yeah. So Dak has a bad. lot of faith around him where he's put up consistent, put up five thousand yards and thirty yeah. touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. That's, and I, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case this year. I, I think. Is going to be a bigger factor. I think that sharing the time is, is going to hurt him overall. And I, again, don't think he's that great. Fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Zach. I think Michael Gallup. I think he has too much hype put around him. I think, like, a lot of the sleeper, the um, bus, or the sleepers and whatever booms I picked have been third receivers. I've been that guy, right? Who's filling the slot that's not quite taken. Uh, I think. There are two, the two-headed monster of CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper 
are just going to eat up too many receptions for me to draft Michael Gallup. I, I'm staying away from him at all costs. Okay, fair. If you're not doing that, you got Zeke running it up. So I'm not. I'm staying away from it all. Potion, Chris. And I, I'm assuming we all have the same sleeper. Nope. Which is CD Lamb. No. I don't think I'd call CD Lamb a sleeper, no, but I like it. We haven't seen him play in the NFL yet. That, that's fair, but again, it's it's not about production; it's about hype. This kid has a lot of hype coming into Dallas. Well, it is about production, too. Okay, so then if, if it is about production, then look at his college numbers. Which <laughs> mean nothing in the NFL. I mean, they obviously mean something, but we've seen time people come in with amazing numbers and then can't play in the NFL. Co- correct, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's not solely on the numbers. All right, fine. I'll pick a new sleeper. You don't have to pick a new sleeper. Cowboys defense. Cowboys defense. Okay, defense yeah. Like Going that. back to defense. That's fine. I wasn't telling you to change your pick. I was just saying. No, no, you're telling me how to live my life. I see how it is. No, your doctor tells you how to live your life. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. How many pills do you take in the morning? That's irrelevant. That is very relevant. Um, my sleeper. Um, this is going to be very uh, unconventional. Um, I'm actually going to go Blake Jarvis. You son of a bitch. I did, yeah. You son bitch. of a bitch. Suck my dick. Ah. Yeah, um... Uh, I've, I've seen him play a couple games. He's pretty. He's a pretty athletic tight end. I think that Dak will be able to feed him the ball. He'll probably get some good yards. Maybe. I can see that. You're a son of a. Bitch. Oh, James, who was your sleeper? Play fucking Jarvis. <laughs> Go on. Come on, James. I hate you. Yeah, it's all right. We're going the other way it's next all right. time. All right, we're going actual go, five, five, we're Going clockwise, Drew. Fucking tell me what your sleeper is, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Uh, Blake Jarwin is, is the obvious choice. Right. It's... You want to get in on the train? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, All right. I'm on, I'm on the Jarwin train. I, I'm writing notes about this, and I have, like, everyone down, and then I have C.D. Lamb for Chris, and then Blake Jarwin's Zach James and Drew. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a real awful graphic on Instagram, which is <laughs> Fantasy Sleeper. This side, and then... All right. Um... Next up on our block, let's pop over to the AFC. Ooh, let's go to the team that moved. 79 Vegas Raiders. Ooh. No, no, no. There's a lot of Vegas that I like, man. There's a lot of Vegas that I like. I don't like the quarterbacks, but everything else I'm very into. Which quarterback don't you like? Both. Both? Both of them? Yeah. At one point, I had them both. They both started sucking. Yeah, because yeah. you used to be big fans of both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still like Marcus Mariota because he's a nice guy. Actually, uh, somebody who's on the podcast will have him on again. Hirsch got to meet Marcus, and he said he was, like, the nicest dude in the world. Derek Carr wears eyeliner and baby oils himself for hard knocks. So, uh, that's another discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are the overall thoughts on how they drafted? Because they've been doing an interesting thing drafting each year, right? Like they, they have these weird picks that are kind of turning out. They should get some picks from last year that kind of got beaten up a little bit. I I think you'd have a hard Outside Bill Belichick, I think you'd have a hard time getting into any coach's head more than John Gruden. Yeah. What that man is thinking is a fucking mystery. It's just Hooters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I getting the Chipotle honey sauce again or am I going on a barbecue? Oh my god. <laughs> you decide this in the first round of the draft. <laughs> Thank god they got Mike Mayock to do the drafting for them. Hmm. How are we going to decide who gets 13th and 14th bit? 
<laughs> and I know Bone James. Contest. <laughs> oh God, he wins. James has a personal not hatred, but um, dislike to John Gruden over the Khalil Mack trade because I don't that, hate him for that. He doesn't hate him for why would he hate him for that? He's not a Raiders fan. Yeah, not a Raiders or a Bear fan. Yeah, I, I did that wrong because you said the Raiders got the best yeah. out of that trade. Yeah, the I, won I that trade. flip-flopped there. I apologize. Yeah, How dare you? How dare you? A, a mere like to John Gruden. All right, but let's talk about care. it. Um, we'll go into the draft a little bit. First round pick is the burner, Henry Ruggs. Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk about Madden rankings, great. He got a 98 speed. That dude's legitimately fast. If he gets an inch of open space, he's gone. Yeah. That's... Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, other than that, they got a bunch of other picks that I actually really love for their receiving core. Um, <laughs> hold on as I pull all them up. Well, one of them being Brian Edwards out of South Carolina, who I talked about not that long ago when we did our little draft show. Um, dude's a red zone threat. I can't think of his name out of Kentucky. I'm blanking. Oh, my God. Uh, somebody else talk about the Raiders right now. Yeah, thank you. Lynn Bowden Jr., um, the versatile running back, receiver, quarterback, all, everything, man. Attica took everything. He is. No, dude, he's a Swiss Army knife. And not to mention, besides that, they have what's his face returning from last year on the defensive side. Uh, that should be phenomenal, too. Not Kellen Farrell. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in Farrell, if we're going to be totally honest. Uh, Max Crosby, who I think could have a huge year. There. Say fucking anything, guys. Well, they. I was going to say I'm they just, also added, saying. not that it has any relevant relevance at all, but Jason Witten is now a Raider. That means shit. It, it means he still have Darren Waller and who's going to eat the tight end. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But for him to come back and go to the Raiders is kind of a, it's a weird NFL for tight ends. Jason Witten took one year off to do some horrible broadcasting. Something. It wasn't horrible. Booger was I can't horrible. Say that, but he definitely. Ah, uh, yes. Didn't running follow play. Tony Romo's footsteps. <laughs> to the running back. Means they're probably going to hand the ball. Um, we Zeke has a ball here, which means it's a handoff. He's going to run it forward because that's what he does. <laughs> we talked about, that's how the game is played. <laughs> we talked about they added Marcus. Mariota, of course. Weird. Um, it, it's kind of strange. <laughs> seems like a parallel move. It doesn't seem like an up or down. It just kind of seems yeah, like it's, parallel. It's, it's very strange. Uh, they have Nelson Aguilar. Great. Wide receiver core. Oh, he's so good. He's going to get buried yeah. by oh, all these kids. I'm telling you. Absolutely. You think? Oh, yeah. he's out of the league in two years. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the Raiders years. have probably are one of those teams, really the only team right now, that's a new home mm-hmm. and it could be a new team coming out if they play their cards right. Now, I do not see them playing their cards right, but this is one of those teams that I, I look at the Rams, for example. You know, they change and all of a sudden like wow it opens up their eyes and the Raiders had that opportunity if they can seize it if they can seize it oh I'm slurring um who knows what we'll see yeah I think they're also in a very tough division though to be fair uh I mean yeah yeah, let's let's ignore the fact that the Chiefs are there but the Chargers are still holding their own on defense, and the Broncos, Broncos just revamped. Out, yeah, Broncos I, revamped that offense. I think the Broncos got some potential. Uh, in I, the Raiders, I'm not a big Raiders guy. <laughs> no, I can't sit is, here and talk about the Raiders for a long time. But I can just because they're... I've watched them, and like when Derek Carr came into the league, he was so optimistic, 
and we really watched him rise to the first round of the playoffs. They lose, and then he has just had this since he broke down his leg. Hill. He's been a different quarterback. It's... It was before. It was before. I don't know about that. I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> Moment his leg snapped, his career snapped. <laughs> I think it was a little before, but it, it's been a long downhill battle for him. Yeah. Zach, what are your thoughts before we get into Boom Bust Sleeper? Um, I'm very interested to see how much of a leash they give Derek Carr this year. Mm. I, That's I a think, good story, actually. I think that. I, I really think they bring Mariota in because they see that they have two starting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if De- okay, but hear me out on this. If Derek Carr is producing absolutely nothing, at least Mariota can produce with his legs. Don't right. forget that Marcus Mariota got benched for Ryan Tannehill. Correct, and then Ryan Tannehill <laughs> brought them <laughs> to the, Ryan Tannehill brought them to the AFC Championship. Uh, and now Cole McDonald's taking his spot. I mean, yeah, yeah that's fucking awesome. E-I-O. Anyways, um, again. Again. If Derek, oh, he's looking at me later. Okay. Again. Um, if Derek Carr doesn't produce anything, again, you put Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And he can produce with his legs. At yeah. least. Again. Yeah, I mean, it adds a different. You're talking about two different types of quarterbacks too. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, you have you. And not only that, you. If neither of them work out, you have Lynn Bowden Jr. <laughs> Just toss him in there. I'm telling you. How mobile is Mariota anymore, though? Decently. Better than Derek Carr. <laughs> yes. That's a pretty low bar. It is a very low bar. All right, so uh, editing. Boom bust sleeper. Let's get into it. Um, I'm going to start. Fuck y'all. I'm just going to give my sleeper right now. It's Lynn Bottom Jr. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fuck be mine. I, okay. All right, I'll edit mine. for sleeper. Consent? No, Brian Edwards. Fuck you. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Lot, okay. Either one of them you're going to get a great choice out of. So Agreed. fuck you. Fuck you. I won't do it next team, I promise. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Start with you, Bob. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Easy. Yeah. Not even a question. No, not not even a question. Okay. I don't have to fucking explain it. The dude's going to have a great year, too. Yeah. I have zero concerns about him having a sophomore slump. Drew? I, I think Henry Ruggs, who has been kind of... A lot of people didn't like the pick. A lot of people don't like the fit. A lot of people. I think he is going to be phenomenal. Yes. Good. So I, I think that Henry Ruggs has been kind of controversial. A lot of people didn't like the pick. A lot of people don't like the fit. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I think he is just too quick. I think he's almost going to be like Tyreek Hill, and I think they're going to use him in a lot of different ways. I think that's my boom there. Alright. I, I, dude, I think it's going to be great. I think he's a real good fit there. Yeah. Zach? I agree. Oh, well, my, my, my boom pick was Josh Jacobs, 100%. Oh, I agree wow. with you on off the get-go, but no, Henry Ruggs, definitely. I, I could agree with that as well. Um, Like you said, game-changing like speed and yeah. agility. Um, I mean, I really, I, he's definitely going to Helped Derek Carr out immensely. He hasn't had a number one receiver since Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. And even say. then, when Amari was there, it yeah, was, it was um, inconsistent. Michael Crabtree, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, oh, God. Crabtree had a fucking stellar year there. Yeah. Michael Crabtree is just such a solid receiver for his entire career. Yeah, never anything like whoa. No, nothing but crazy, enough, but just enough. He, he was. He's been he's the most consistent second wide receiver. Ever. Whenever. Fantasy wise, I think I took him almost every single I year as my so reliable as my flex, just because. Yeah. Chris, what do you got? Boom it. 
You're going to pick like a five tight end or something? Yeah, I was actually <laughs> going to go with Jason Witten. No, I'm kidding. So for me, it was Josh Jacobs and between that and Darren Waller, because I think he will have a stellar year, but I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. Yeah. All right, another, another threefer. Uh, so now we're into bus territory, and I'm glad because I'm going to go Waller. I think Waller takes a huge yep. step back. I do not see that progression or that like one year bump continuing. Honestly, I think I think he's a good tight end. I don't think he's tight end three, which is I think what he finished at PPR last year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that he'll do what he did last year. I think he'll definitely see a little bit of decline. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't I don't have any like busts, but I think well, he's going to take a step you. back a little bit. <laughs> I'm saying I agree with you on premise. Okay. I just don't necessarily think that I think he's going to take as big a step back as I think um, all, the, all the receivers and extra weapons that they've added on offense are going to kind of detract from this. Wait, so what's your bust? My bust is probably in about a little fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't think he's going to get that many touches. I don't think he's going to be too much of a factor. I think he'll have his place. I think he'll have his times because he's a different running back than Josh Jacobs overall. But that's fine. That's, that's fair. Fine. Bust for a uh, late round pick. There's a lot of hype around him. Yeah, that's true. Mostly for me. But yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> of hype you did in fact draft him in like the ninth round. Yeah. In our fantasy. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> uh, you guys are idiots. My bust. 100% Darren Waller. Uh, not only do I agree with Drew in that the addition of Henry Ruggs and also having Josh Jacobs there in the second year, more reliable, more dependent on Josh Jacobs, I think it's going to eat into Darren Wallace's numbers. He's definitely not going to be a top ten, uh, top five tight end. Um, I'm sure he'll play top ten numbers because the tight end game has kind of been getting very, very separated. Yeah. At least with um, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Kittle, and then kind of the rest. Yep. Yeah. Then I'll kind of cycle through. But um, I also think that he's also going to have a downshift in his production as well. Not just because of that. I think that he, you know, he's now he's he's sort of known. People are going to now try to account. All things well. considered, he was also wide receiver one last year. Correct. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was him and Jacobs that were the offense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So great. <laughs> now they actually have web. Right. I think Wallen. Step back. Stop. All right. My boss is going to be Derek Carr. Um, I really don't think he has it anymore, and honestly, I kind of see the Raiders being very unorthodox in taking that kind of two-quarterback approach. Maybe, like, honestly, panning out who plays better or using one in certain situations, because we know Mariota is a good runner. I think it's a fight for the job from, from the time the teams start getting back together. I think Mariota and Carr are fighting for the starting job. I don't that think could it's be it, but at the same time, I personally think Carr has a better arm than Mariota, but Mariota has the feet, so I think it, it's going to be up in the air, but I see Mariota taking it because I, I just do. I think Carr is just downhill, which is why he's my boss, so. Fair enough. I, I don't see it anyway against that, you know? I think it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I think all of our busts are actually pretty solid. Yeah. Fuck, except for Drew, because fuck you. Poor Kyle's having an allergy attack at the end of the room because of the cats. Over. No, he's, he's just sneezing. All right. Sleeper, I already said it. Brian Edwards, um, his biggest issue is going to be him getting separation. But jump balls, I'm going to give him about 80 plus percent of the time. Uh, red zone threat, 
dude's a stud. Uh, that the, the only reason he fell is because he can't get that separation, which is kind of crucial as a wide receiver. But if you want him as a red zone guy, and you have Henry Ruggs getting him to the red zone, yeah, Brian Edwards, 100%. USC, U of SC. Oh, I just said it. She's gonna fucking Megan's not gonna let me live that down. If you call, <laughs> if you call the Gamecocks USC, you're gonna be, it's you. It's South Carolina, yeah. U of SC. You're a simp. <laughs> USC's in California. Drew, take it away. What do you got? Oh, I agree with that, and I agree with your sleeper pick. As yeah. Well. I think Brian Edwards is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the red zone, and I think is going to be kind of forgotten about a little bit in in the new band conference. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a lot of chances. Zach? Uh, I already said my sleeper pick. When mostly... To just piss James off because I figured that's who he was going to pick. Oh, I was, and then and I had to adjust because fuck you. <laughs> we're gonna you don't be want to be similar. That's fair. That's okay. Um, I mean, I can see either him or Brian Edwards as well being two sleepers. Um, I mean, you're just adding fresh blood into an offense that was just utter trash. Mm-hmm. Back. I, mean, I mean, besides Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. That's it. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. But if again, if I didn't think Darren Waller was gonna jump so far down, I would pick Derek Carr because Derek Carr is actually hot trash, yeah. hot garbage. Chris, sleeping. Uh, my sleeper is going to be How Daniel Carlson. He is a place kicker. <laughs> you no, can't I do kick the fucking place kicker, Chris. <laughs> I do not have a sleeper for the Raiders. All right, I'm gonna put you down as Lynn Bowden. No, I have no. I'm completely undecided because I don't see the Raiders having any star. I can't wait to put that graphic up. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that one yet. <laughs> we'll find out. Stay tuned. Uh, but we are rolling right along. We'll pop back to the NFC, which means it's Dirty Bird time, baby. Falcons. Woo woo. Let's talk about another quarterback. Matty Ice. That, uh, it's not controversial, but just controversially good. I think he's good. I like Matty Ice. I think he's good. Um, I I think he gets a lot of flack for a lot of what the team does. But uh, defensively, they started out the year awful last year. They actually finished as a pretty decent, decent defense team, in the yeah. second half. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if they can put some more of those pieces together to actually make it work as a full run this year fall 16 yeah well, well their issue is, is was injuries i mean a lot of their injuries were to key players on that defense mm-hmm. you know i mean you see a lot of injuries happen to small time guys that only take up like slot corner or a couple places you know vic beasley keanu neal they all went down and those are major parts of that defense right i mean now vic beasley's gone right Vic Beasley is gone. I don't know where, but I forget where he went. I'll look that up. <laughs> but I mean, you know, obviously huge departures in the offseason. The defense isn't going to be the Tennessee. same. Tennessee. A lot. But, um, it's real good for yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think we're all safe to say, are we all Falcons fans? Because I have been kind of a Falcons fan for a while, so. Chris, you can admit really it. Think, and fan? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> the point is like that they have actually. by far the best wide receiver in the league. No. No? False. So who do you think? Gary Hopkins. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Julio oh. is a top receiver. He's not the best top, receiver. I think he's the best. Top three. Not, anymore. Not, anymore. not anymore. He's not. No. You guys top just three. love to fuck with me. No, we're being No, honest. Julio is yeah, my no. top receiver. Okay, who is your wide receiver? Also, one? the George Dome holds a very special place. In <laughs> okay, I was waiting for this. Uh, I didn't even think of this one going. And Atlanta that. will always stay with me. 
That's pretty funny. Stay tuned after the show for a little bonus. We'll tell that story of how I got kicked out of the uh, Shug Cotton Georgia Bowl? Dome. Cotton Bowl, Peach the Bowl. Georgia Peach Bowl, whatever one Peach it Bowl. was. You just get kicked out. I got forcibly removed. <laughs> and also one No, it wasn't forcibly. Are we going to leave the other part for later? We're going to save that. Right, We're we'll going to tease it. it. Okay. Yeah. A little bonus episode. Yeah, we'll, tease we'll tease it. Tease it. Tease it. We'll put it at the end. Um, Falcons drafting lines? Eh? Uh, I like AJ Terrell. Eh. Cornerback out of Clemson. Okay. Um, pretty good shot down dude. But other than that, like none of their other names really stand out. I think they did a good job in the first round. That's kind of it. Um, I mean, so I mean, obviously the, the they, were, they were definitely more of an offseason team rather than through the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously their biggest acquirement was Todd Gurley. Getting rid of Devonta Freeman, freeing up that space, and then actually picking up a decent money. Yeah. What? Time. Oh, what, what, are you what are you showing me? Danny Yeah, I forgot that they got Danny Etling last year. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Great. Yeah. No, it means I didn't like Danny Etling when he was drafted by the Patriots. Oh, yeah. I didn't like him in LSU. Yeah. He I was sucked. trying to show James. One good play. That was his NFL career. <laughs> Congrats, Danny. You did it. In the preseason. Yeah. So, any more <laughs> thoughts on the Falcons? Because I don't really have much to say here. I think they're in a tough division. I think they're in a similar position as the Raiders, where. They're kind I of just, that third team. I just think they're really trying to sell Ryan Jones and Gurley as like the best triplet in right now. I don't know about I, that. I, I have a lot of faith in Todd Gurley. That that's fair. If he stays healthy. That's fair. If he stays but are you know comparing the both offensive lines, who who had a better offensive line, the Rams or the or the, do the Falcons now? I would say yeah. the Rams. Yeah. I guess I'm it's also <laughs> I'm also worried about um, I can't remember I talked about this in the comments with someone, but their offensive coordinator does not like running the ball. Right. I'll you figure out. One of the best wide receivers in the league. Why would you feel that? Not only that, they have a great two receiver, Dirk Cutter. Dirk Cutter fucking does not run the ball. Oh yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. yeah. So they have the they have the weapons. It's they just, if they can, they have one of the scariest offenses in the NFL. Right, but if they can consistently keep it up, yeah. yeah. and th- their defense is good too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate myself sometimes. Um, their defense is gonna. They also they stay healthy. Again, I think that's the key to the Falcons: staying, staying healthy, healthy and staying focused. Right. Uh-huh. That's an issue that they've had consistently for the past. Five years. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, it, just just look at look at look at this in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You run you run an offense for three quarters, and then you're up big, and then you're <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm just gonna stop. Hobble the offense. other team into the ground for three quarters, and then so like, you never sleep on the pass. Yeah. Also, just never sleep in the middle of a football game. Just don't. <laughs> Don't sleep. Uh, Welcome to Boda Sports. You don't sleep don't you ever fucking quarter. sleep. Don't you, don't you sleep. We'll know. Don't we'll even think I will fucking find you. Don't you dare. All right. Do we want to do boom bust sleepers? Yeah, this? Drew. Yeah. You want to lead off this one? Going sure, around the table? Sure. My boom this, this year for the Falcons is Calvin. God yep. fucking damn it. Agreed. I'll go with that. God. Oh, All right. That's that's easy. Easy. Consensus <laughs> boom. Calvin Consensus Ridley. Boom. Yeah. That's me. Um, I'm going to expand on that. Um. I think a big reason why I think we all think that is because A, Austin Cooper left. Uh, who the fuck yeah, is their yeah. secondary tight end? Oh, dude, I know who their tight end is now. That's oh. my sleeper, baby. Yeah. Give me Hayden every day of the week. Oh, oh like I didn't see that coming. True, true, true. Um, Another game cop. That's, <laughs> that's a game cop. I don't care. 
That was a horrible game thought. <laughs> It's like a chicken thing. I don't really know. If we're gonna be honest, it's some kind of bird. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I think that I think that the Matt Ryan and Hayden Hurst to build a trust before. Mm-hmm. I think you see Calvin Ridley, Ridley getting a lot of awesome receptions, yards, touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We fucking all went consensus on Calvin Ridley. No. All right. I, I mean, he's he's just that good of a receiver. I mean, his route running was unbelievable. All right, who's busting? Crispy. Who busts? Bust. Drew again. I got Julio. <sighs> Dude, God I love damn him, it. I actually agree with you again. I, I, I know a lot of people think he's dominant, but we've seen him be held back before. It's not impossible to stop Julio Jones. You just have to forfeit some coverage in other areas, which is where I think the absence of Austin Hooper and that area is going to help Calvin Ridley. But I think Julio is going to be hurt. I'm gonna take you on this because I agree with you because of the double cover. I am winning this team. I really Stop. think Julio will <laughs> die. No, I, I truthfully believe Julio will be completely locked down. And if he's getting up there, if the he, they play a team with very tight coverage, Julio doesn't stand a chance. Now, if he can break out of that coverage, we can see him get some amazing catches. I just, I just want to point out that Julio Jones made one of the best catches in Super Bowl history. In double coverage, on the sideline, hurt right. He beats man coverage ninety nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Man is an animal. I, I never. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But if you have an amazing defense with amazing coverage, it's and you. Why would you throw to Julio in double coverage when you have Calvin Ridley open? Because he has no coverage. Yet. I think where you're gonna run into trouble is. The good zone teams. Yes, the, that is what I would be more. Uh, that I agree. I, I with think him. man defense really eats them alive. He, yeah, but you have a good zone team with solid safeties. You know, talk a team like the Steelers, a team like you could argue the Patriots. The Patriots, yeah, and the, the Patriots. I, 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 I also want to say here. while we're saying this, Julio being a bust. I still am going to quantify by saying he's probably still on the top end side. Yeah, top I just ten. Don't think he's going to put up Julio. Top ten side. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's going to finish. So, the top did you three. say that you yeah. think this is the year, this is the year he drops it. down from top three, top five status, and becomes yeah. like um, purely why I'm giving him the sleeper. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad we had this talk. Wait. Interesting. Yeah, you're missing the romantic stare. Wait, sleeper. Boom. Bust? bust. I didn't do bust yet. What's your bust? My bust is talking early. <laughs> there we go. All right, so you're and worried I about the that. knee? I do see that as well. That's What's cool. going on? I'm worried about the knee. I'm also worried about the fact that he's running for a new offensive coordinator. He doesn't like doesn't to run, run the ball. Mm-hmm. And Todd Gurley is a pure running back. He's not a dual threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, he can catch in the flat, but he's not the kind of running back that you're going to send out, even like you would Devonta Freeman. I think Devonta Freeman is a better is a better yeah, pass catching back than, than Todd Gurley is. So you're going to be missing a lot of that in the passing game. Mm-hmm. If you rely solely on him, I think he's he's a one dimensional runner. Goddamn good runner, but very. I, I think he's one dimensional. I'm a hundred percent with you. When you give Todd Gurley the ball, he's running. It's not the. You're not going to really throw it to him exactly like you said. Well, I, I think that's where it's the opposite kind of, of Dallas and you know teams that pass off of the run. I think Atlanta's going to have to run off of their passing game. Right, and yeah. I think that's going to that's just going to kill his numbers. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. He's he's going to be a change of pace, you know. Right, and and Todd Gurley is not a change of pace running back. He is no, he's a workhorse. A workhorse. 
Mm -hmm. So I, I I could totally see him dropping out of top. I agree with ten that. contention for running backs in fantasy. Mm -hmm. I'll bet for him. Honestly, you're going for him. Yeah, I would go for him. All right, sleeper. Drew. I printed at him. You knew. I'm just waiting, idiot. Drew, come on, don't do it. Drew, don't do it. Who else do you want me to pick? <laughs> God damn it. All right, let's run it in. Talk about it. Go with it. Fucking talk about Hayden. Hayden Hurst, man. So much potential. And working with Matt Ryan, an experienced quarterback who's had tight ends in the past that he's liked to throw to, I think he's going to fit in really, really well. All right, are we all in for Hayden? I'm in for Hayden. You said no? Oh, Zach's being different again. Also, remember, first round tight end. Yeah. Yeah, 28. Very true. All right, so we got three Haydens and a Zach. And a Zach. What do you got, baby boy? Who's your it can't be the uh, place last sleeper? Give me Laquan Treadwell. Laquan <laughs> Treadwell. All right. All right. Uh, explain. Um. Well, for me, I just feel like he fits into that Taylor Gabriel role when Taylor Gabriel was on the Falcons. Taylor Gabriel was kind of an over-the-top player. He could take the top off the defenses. Um, oh, with, con with consent. Of course. Of course. Jesus. Consensual stripping of the defense. Yeah. Um, I think he can replace that. Um, and if, you know, <laughs> defenses are if defenses are covering Julio Jones in double coverage, it's either going to be Calvin Ridley or Laquan Treadwell. Or Hayden Harris. Okay, but I'm talking about wide receivers specifically. But Hayden Hurst don't do No, correct, but I, I, I don't I don't like Hayden Hurst. I don't think he's gonna mesh well with Matt Ryan. I don't, I don't feel like it's gonna happen. Yeah, he doesn't do well with tight ends like Austin Hooper. Good call. Or Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. Matt <laughs> Ryan hates tight ends. <laughs> Alright. Uh, should we move on to our next and last team then? Please. Change Please. it over. New logo. New phone. Who dis? Indianapolis Colts. What the fuck? <laughs> of all things to do in the offseason, I feel like going after Phillip Rivers was not your, which should not have been your first choice. He is very clearly on a severe decline. <laughs> Why are you going to bank on him to be your starting quarterback? I think they just wanted the name. I think the loss of Andrew Luck really shook them to their core, and they just they want a big name quarterback yeah. again. <laughs> that being said, they did do a fantastic job drafting. Yes, they did, and they, the DeForest Buckner signing. Oh, and DeForest Buckner, massive. Forgot about him actually. Yeah, forgetting him a lot. <laughs> uh, I I mean I feel like the Philip Rivers signing is more just like a bridge thing. I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, they're they're not going to sign him long term. No, no. Philip Rivers is on his way down to Jacksonville to have seven more kids. I, God, I, I, think I think when they're telling Philip, hey, he doesn't uh, believe in rubber. I'm against the Bible. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna go with the. Uh, hey, if if we lose three or four games to start the year, don't worry about it. <laughs> just, just, it's all good. We'll, we'll get Trevor Lawrence. Thank you, Trevor. Also, mm. good point. Patriots tanking for Trevor. No. no, definitely not. Yeah. No. Okay, interesting, because you... you uh... Yeah, no, I was very adamant about that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only time I don't tank is when Belichick is gone. I don't oh. think the uh, the Colts are tanking either. I mean, they drafted Jacob Eason this year, who's a very strong arm in the draft. So, um, I think they're putting setting themselves up for the next step, but I, I, 
I still don't see why Jacoby wasn't the serviceable quarterback. I don't either. I don't understand why they wouldn't roll with him. He, he proved that he could run the offense. Right. That, you know, he certainly wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Got hurt, but would you expect out of that offense? Right. Know? That yeah. offense was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jacoby went out there and really did all he could. Yeah, other than he really Nelson, that, that line is pertinent. So. I just want to point out that you're going to absolutely hate my entire existence when I give you my sleeper. Are you taking the same sleeper as me, you think? No. I don't know if you are. I'm not. Speaking of that, let's get into boom buff sleepers. All right, well, Zach, you got the boom. You're leading off. Why am I leading off? Because it's rotation. You haven't yet. Yeah. You idiot. Oh. <laughs> Were you not ready? He's for it? so focused Are on you the same uh, sleeper. No, uh, I'll go. I'll give my bus to. Nope, boom. boom. Yeah. I'll give my boom to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, very fair. I think. I mean, I feel like they've been a, a backup by consensus kind of thing for the past couple of years. Um, and seeing how much Phil Rivers likes to pass to his backs, I think Jonathan Taylor takes on that role. You got the pedigree there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm actually behind that. Uh, you know, I'm a big Jonathan Taylor guy. I think he far surpasses Marlon Mack or Naeem Hines. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Do you think they split with Marlon? Well, I think I think more of an red zone. Off the bat, they're gonna they're gonna try to limit his production just to see how he fares with. I still think Naeem Hines is the best pass catching back out of the three. And that's fine. You, you Very underrated back, you actually. Can, can, He'll yeah. be on the Patriots in a year. Yeah. I, I actually really like Naheem Hines. That's really yeah. awkward. I have the wrong uh, sleeper from the wrong team. <laughs> I was going to pick Ryan Allen for the Falcons. <laughs> I think... I forgot he was on, yeah, too. I saw it, and I was like, no way! I was gonna Sorry, go. yeah. that's, that's where the discussion is really interesting to me, though, is what they're going to do with those backs. Because... It's a stacked field. I think Naheem Hines is the best third-down back option. Mm-hmm. But then that leaves... Two other, are you gonna? But they've also had time to, both of those backs have had time to show. And neither of them have really stood out. Give me JT every day of the week. I think JT is a workhorse back. What? They sound Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, they sound Xavier Rhodes actually. I forgot about that one too. So you think Taylor's gonna be the main guy and then. I think so. I think gonna be the third down guy and Marlon Mack just gets to go fuck himself? Probably. Another benefit towards Xavier Rhodes though is going back to his old D coordinator. So maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something there. Chris. All right, Bowman. I'm going to go with uh, Zach Pascal for my boom. Zach Pascal. 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 Excuse me. Do you want me to quote last week's? No, white, we, need, we need a new blind. We need, need a break. We need a new quote. Oh, uh, boo. They got something original for once. God damn it. I made that up. Yeah, but yeah, so it's, already it's, it's my original. We're not a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not the Nick Foles hey, having Go think Saint about Nick Foles, Giants, Dick, somewhere else. Out. That was a hard right. one to lead the off point with. And then I am picking him oh, is he was only he only had 42 receptions last year, and so I think this year if we get that ball out a little more, uh, I mean, Ty Hilton is really getting up there. He's so. bust. Spoiler alert. Oh. What's the spoiler alert? Ty's my bust. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was gonna be mine. Thanks. All right. All right. So. Anyways, I'd see him picking up most of the slack. I don't. If anything, I would see Michael Pittman picking up more of the slack. Uh, see, I disagree. I think Paris Campbell is going to pick Paris up the Campbell slack. Also there. I disagree. I think Ashton Dubin <laughs> picked up most of the slack. <laughs> Ashton Dubin out of University of Quebec. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm completely kidding on that. 
All right. Uh, okay. We all have different ones this time around. No, we don't, because I agree with you. Oh, I thought you said that you were going. No. Oh, wait. I said Jonathan Taylor. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, you have a different one. Yeah. What'd you say? I said Paris Campbell. Oh, your one Paris Campbell is your boom? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we did it. Except, no, I agreed with Zach on Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so. Thanks for agreeing with me, Zach. I appreciate you. All my original ideas. Thank you. I love you long time. You make me so horny. All right, so are we just gonna all consensually bang? No, pick <laughs> T.Y. I really hope, well, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think his wife would be Let's just count down. with any one of us. All right, <laughs> collectively, bust. Three, two, one, T.Y. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers! Okay. If Philip Rivers doesn't do good, T.Y. doesn't do good. Well, too. I just think Philip Rivers is kind of a gift. <laughs> no, but like, I think, I think he's literally like, it's gonna go. You think he's gonna fill the ball backwards? Oh, like yeah. when you throw the football and So are you gonna go yeah. Rivers or? I'm going T.Y. Okay. Yeah, T.Y. I think T.Y. is gonna have a more disappointing season than mm-hmm. Well, for for me, I can agree with that because you're going from Andrew Luck, who still has arm strength left, to Philip Rivers, who looks like he's throwing a dark constipated. Um, more importantly, how many times does Philip Rivers swear this season? Zero. 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 He swore once in the playoffs last year. What do you say? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So. What do you say? Dad gummit? <laughs> Lord Jesus, forgive me for I have sinned. For I have sinned. I need another child. Dad gummit. I did it again. Do you think each oh, sin is a child? Like, that's what he's doing every time he's sinned. <laughs> that's the amount of swears, Philip Rivers. Yeah. So that is his swear job. So every time he swears, a child just falls out of his wife. His wife is the swear job. His first kid's <laughs> name, like, Rose. His first kid's yeah, name, like, Rose. It's like, why'd you name me Rose? It's like, oh, like, we saw Rose outside. We pulled the hospital. It's like, why am I named Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy likes to do things you don't know about. <laughs> that's why there's 20. <laughs> 20 mistakes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not you, kids. <laughs> Not you, Rose. You're perfect. I just wish you had a cock. Never look at those. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Did that just come out of your mouth? No. Yeah. Okay. We're calling that. Oh, that's no. That's, that's definitely going to be one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. Oh, are we going to Sleeper. Uh, yeah, please. Yeah. Sleeper. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, my sleeper is gonna be Paris Campbell. Um, I think he, out of that, all, all, out of all the other wide receivers, has the best talent to kind of just take over and run. Yeah, take over that big old Rodrigo blanket chip. Dude's gonna fuck. You can't up. pick the kicker. I don't give a shit. His name's awesome. Rodrigo wears glasses too. Dude, out of Georgia, he's got a fucking leg cannon, man. <laughs> he actually arguably was like the best kicker in the draft, and he got undrafted. Yeah, the Patriots don't get drafted. Justin Rosehauser, Rosehauser, yeah. fucking white supremacist. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Top three percent. Rodrigo Blankenship. Dude, no. What dude, a guy he's got glasses. He's, yeah. stu- he's, he's a stud. Yeah. The yeah, punter is Rigoberto Sanchez. Dude, you have such a hard time with Rigoberto. <laughs> Look at it, Rigoberto. Rigoberto. Is that like a common name? No. No. It's not. It's like pretty, it's pretty phonetic. I mean, careful how you say it. Yeah, Chris, you're about to get his fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> we have five people listening to one of the FCC, and they're like, "No, we just." I just, I just want to say out to all the listeners out there, his name starts with an R, not an N. 
Oh my god. Because that is exactly what it sounded like from his mouth. It I did not. Rolling. No, it did. No, it, it did not. It 100% sounded like it. It did not. I swear to god, that's oh, what I heard. You have to edit this entire section no. out. I don't know if I'm gonna. I was rolling my R. Again, again. Fucking again, no, 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 no. I'm not, no, I'm not joking with you. That's what I heard. I just want, I'm just pointing. Somebody fucking tell me they're sleeper. Anyone. I just said that my sleeper. Yeah, Paris, Paris Campbell. Campbell. All right, whatever. Fucking Christ, Paris Campbell. I am Naheem. I'm just going to say that's there. All right, Drew is Naheem. <laughs> Jesus, like, I can't believe this is happening. Chris, who do you got? I was with you on this one. Pittman? Yep. All right, Chris no, and James got. You you screamed, I wish my child had a cock, and you're worried about what I said, and then it just devolved. You're taking it out of God. You targeted me. You targeted me. I didn't. I was just trying to point out to the listeners that he was saying a name and not. All right, I guess I'm taking Pittman for my sleeper. guys. All right, we get to go into the questions. Yeah, thank God. Jesus, fuck. All right, question. Question. That we can keep. Yeah, that's staying in there. Don't you worry about that, child. Can we do it as a collective? Questions. 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 All right, let's see where we're at here. Uh, questions in the comments. <laughs> there weren't any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Uh, that's embarrassing. All right, Not I know really. there was some on the story. Yeah. Um, I think we did them all. I think it's me and you, Chris. I think it actually might be, to be honest. <laughs> no! Actually, we have a couple. Okay, um, <laughs> Das Beards, Sean Lawler, work with him. He's a good guy. Thank Shout you out. for uh, supporting us. How overrated is Dak? Super overrated! Thank you! Woo! Woo! Slightly overrated. I'll go slightly. slightly. I'll commit super. to slightly overrated. Super. I think he is very overrated. Slightly. Really uh, super. I hope he asked for 503 million. I'm calling out your bullshit. You're just mad because Post Malone didn't write about Aaron Rodgers when he said Hail Mary, bitch. No, you no, say it all the time the song comes on. Nothing to do with my everything. feelings. Anyone listen to Post Malone anymore? Yeah. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, well, I don't. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with... Okay. Let's continue. This is fucking bizarre. There is, there's underlying bias in Drew's comment. Chris, there's I can't. No, I, I, 100%. I've hated Dak Prescott the whole time. Yeah, you're just mad because he got to throw a Hail Mary in Post Malone's song. And not From Omar. Omar. <laughs> song came up. Shout out. We'll get you back on uh, next week when we talk about the Browns so you can shit on my life. It's going to be an awful episode for James. Oh, yep, we are so all going to shit on you. Will the Colts' new logo equate to more postseason success? No. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Logos equal. It is a dope <laughs> new logo. <laughs> no. No. AFC. So AFC we're in the box office, right? Banners. Our team is trash. What do we need to fix? Logo. Again, it's all solved. Let's start off with the Browns strategy. Everything. Just throw a new uniform at him every four years. They'll be happy. Always <laughs> well, have to watch us play like shit in the same uniform. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then their beloved mascot dies too. <laughs> Don't you fucking talk about our goddamn No, I'm saying it's sad. Because, like, the Browns tried to mix it up, and then that happened. It just turned it all down again. Poor Browns. Next week's gonna be fun. I was gonna say, you can also just put up AFC finalists. Next week should just be the roast of the Browns. I can't fucking We can name next week. The roast of the Browns. I honest to God can't believe you just made fun of Swagger. You made fun of a dead dog. 
Did you not just hear what I said? I he said has a child! That's a good for him. Yeah, Swagger Jr. He's also the mascot of the Browns. I said it's horrible because you hyped the Browns fans up with new jerseys and then that happens. I am on your side here! R.I.P. Swagger! Swagger Jr., what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, next question, please. Oh, oh my god. Because you had to look that up. Oh that was, I actually forgot Swagger. So, that's how much you care. I thought it was Chomps. Chomps is the dog mascot. I got it backwards. So, Chomps is GTA. No, Chomps is their dog version of the mascot. And then there's the elf, which I don't know. Alright, this is getting way too much. Okay. Next question. We'll discuss the Browns mascots next week. Oh god. From uh, Chris Cassidy 111. Thanks, Chris. Does Las Vegas <laughs> change guy. anything for the Raiders? No. No. More revenue, maybe? Yes. Uh, an actual football stadium. Now they get to lose in a cool stadium. 110 degree weather? Yeah. Well, it's indoors, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean. Are they, they only going to allow night games now because of the. Uh, it looks really cool at night? <laughs> I thought he was going to say the heat. I thought he was going to say the heat. Well, Las Vegas doesn't get that hot. Yes, it does. Our, when it at night, it's no at night because it's, that's why it's he thought you were heat. gonna say the heat. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, go from, ahead. Also from Chris Cassidy, one eleven. You know you can just fucking talk about this stuff. We're literally on the show. <laughs> no, but it's just... that's not my Instagram. Sounds like a cool guy though. <laughs> I'd like to meet him. God. Do the Cowboys actually have a shot at the playoff this year? Anyone in the NFC no. East has a shot at yes. the playoff this year. Literally. <laughs> Even the... I was going to say red. You know what? Even the Washington Warriors. The Redacted. The Washington Wild Dogs. That was one, another one. That, that they, doesn't sound any better. No, it doesn't. No. That's not, I, don't, I think Warriors is the easy way to go. <laughs> um, I already have a seat. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't keep the mask on. Yeah, uh, Next question. <laughs> Zach Burrow, which one of these teams is the best to spot? Wait, rewind. Which one of these teams is in the best spot to snag their divis? Yeah. And then followed by another question from Zach Burrow. Division. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring these questions up at the end because I don't want to. I don't want it to get lost. The, the sauce? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So I bring them up because I think I think it's a major point we should talk about. Um, anyone with a fucking brain knows it's the Cowboys. Yeah. What was the question? The Raiders have Who has no the chance. best chance of snagging their division? And it's the Cowboys. The Raiders have no chance. No. The Falcons have no chance. No. Colts, no chance. I even forgot we were talking about them, but they have no chance. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're not. It's they're, absolutely the Cowboys. I mean, every single one of them, except for the Cowboys, are in a top-heavy division. Right. I, I just I wanted to point out the fact that it's interesting that we're looking at these four teams with similar records, and only I think one. I smell toast. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> oh my God, Jesus. What are the um, other signs? I don't know. He's smelling fudge. <laughs> what? All right, yeah, now let's yeah. get into the ones that just were spam. Love it. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Mm. From, <laughs> from Eddie Lukinka. Do you blur heart emoji, heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji. I agree. I am taken. Call me. Uh, from Ball Dogs. Awful name. Awful yeah. fucking name. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Hope you've still been working on your game. Basketball emoji. Hashtag Ball Dogs. We are four white dudes. 
<laughs> we can barely play 2K well. Yet you are wearing a magic, <laughs> an Orlando Magic yeah. Shaq jersey. Yeah. yeah. I'm tall, but it doesn't mean I can ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure you can't shoot three free throws either. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do in basketball, I'm sure. No, you can hit some threes. Uh, you look like an old um, white man doing it. That's really funny. Actually, that was all we had for spam. Yeah, jump shots actually have oh, yeah, no, so, Alright, now we get a little bonus. So let's let's do the cut. Let's do the whole like, oh, alright, guys. Hey, want to find us on everything? Bo at Boulder Sports. Alright, Boulder Sports on No, Instagram. fuck that. We're not doing that tonight. Why? What? Because we have an important story about Chick Fil A not being open on Sunday. No, that was it was pre Chick Fil A in the stadium. Yeah, I know it was. But the whole. Alright. Um. Well, little extra story that we have. So Chris and James. As a background, so as let, background to this. let me give you the like preface for this whole story. I had a friend who very graciously gave us tickets to what I believe the Peach Bowl. It was. Peach. I think it was Washington, Alabama. Yep. Um, Washington State versus Alabama. Yep. And he was like, "You guys, have, you guys can go." And it was a few days notice. New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. So I texted Chris. I was like, "Yo, we're going." I was like, "We got to go." He's like, "Fuck yeah." It's like. I think we just have to drive though. I don't know if we can buy tickets. Like, also agree. So we did a you overnight. Yes, lease the car. We yeah. Taking it, my 07 Camry. Yep. So we took his 07 Camry. Things a beast. We drove. Reason why that thing is actually running. This is on. a. Like, yeah. We drove 21 hours straight. <laughs> so key part of the story I'm going to mention here is that we alternated on the way down. We made it. <laughs> we made it 21 hours. It was a fucking haul to Atlanta. I've never um, used cruise control more in my life. Oh my god, dude. Even in traffic. Brutal. Which, thank god, we okay. control traffic all the time. Yeah, so December, this is December 29th. Yes. We drive down, make no, it there. 28. 28th. We slept the We slept the yeah, the next day. Okay. So, whatever the timeline goes, we make it down there. We fucking pass out. We are exhausted. We it's hit the 6 bed. It's 6 p.m. It is 6, yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you've never heard this never story, heard, Drew. We even really? even even our own little boy, Drew Daniels, ain't heard the story before, so you, he gets an exclusive as well. <laughs> oh my god! So we make it. We get. You know, we sleep all day. Um, is it we're at game day now? Yeah. Well, we slept all day. We went to a liquor store. That was literally all we did. Yeah, that was it that day, and bought. Alcohol was literally so cheap. We just bought so much. We bought probably like what would have been close to $130. We here. bought like, it was like a bunch of nips, some a, like a pint of vodka. Would you like to say the vodka? Was it Stoli? Stoli yeah, Blue? It was, uh, no, it wasn't the blue though. Stoli Raz? Raz. Stoli Raz? Stoli Raz. Brett, Stoli Raz? Um, so Stoli Raz, and then like some Jameson and some stupid shit, I don't know. I think Chris got some like Bud Light, but that's that's irrelevant to the story. Because Chris was sober. <laughs> and I feel like we should put, I feel like we should have just like done this on the live stream. We should just live stream the story, but this is going to be exclusive for all of you. Beautiful, beautiful, faithful listeners. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so we get it. Go, go to sleep. Yeah, we, we, we're, we're still exhausted. We don't do anything. We're like, all right, we're gonna go out like the the night after the game, right? We're like, oh shit, we're gonna like, hook up with some chicks from like Alabama. We were both Meanwhile, all the fucking time. like cousins. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you in Georgia? Yeah, but it was Alabama. Like, it made sense because it's Alabama. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here was our game plan because 
it's literally the college football playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're both single at the time. We're like, we're gonna go to this game. Have a blast. Be buckled. And we were under the impression that they were not allowed to sell alcohol at the stadium. So we, <laughs> we our were, plan was to drink before. Wrong. Yes. And we were gonna go and we we were close to the field. So we figured we might be near some people that go right. to the school and are having an after party somewhere and we'd have one of the best New Year's Eve of our lives. Yeah, if not, we'd meet people, go to bars after, we'd be fun. By God were we robbed. By God. By God. <laughs> so it it's in my in my one minute defense of this whole story, <laughs> we go to get breakfast in the morning for the, from the hotel. We go downstairs. Let's put beautiful breakfast. Beautiful breakfast, southern like biscuits and gravy. Everything's dang. James has four plates on the fucking table. I'm fucking dude. I'm so tired. I'm like slamming milk. I, so this is important. I like chugged in milk. I'm like, oh my god, this is great. And then like I drank from my second one. Chris like, oh, can I get some of that for my coffee? I was like, yeah, for sure. So he pours into his coffee and just chunk like just chokes the fucking it was flaky yeah it was like flaky like it was past its prime Very meanwhile i'd already gone through and we looked at it and it was the same date on the milk and i'm like fuck like i looked at chris i'm like this is gonna be bad like, so james is still like this right? james has the other carton to his mouth and i go uh dude this milk is totally bad and he looks at my still drinking looks in my cup and just goes shit <laughs> <laughs> That's literally bad. So we don't worry about it. We're like, ah, we're fine. We're fine. Um, so now I was a little self-conscious of my body at the time. Yeah. So I was trying to look good and whatever. Which so to I me, took a long is, time. is fair. Like we're going to this college thing. We want to look good. So we're like, Chris is taking his time in the shower. Me, I'm like, I'm gonna wash my armpits. Like I was, I thought I was hot shit, James, at that point. So like I was like, I'm hot. It would be. I can do whatever I want. Fuck. <laughs> so meanwhile, while Chris is in the shower, like getting himself ready, getting himself cleaned up, he took a bit of a long time. Not his fault. He was I'm trying so to look good. Okay, I was worried. I in this entire good. like forty-five plus minute span, I had drank like a pint of vodka, like multiple nips, fucking slammed some beers. I at one point, there's still Snapchat videos of it, and I'll see if I can dig them out for our story. But like I start doing like WWE things, I'm like doing the Triple H with Bach. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm like, oh shit, I am sauced. And, what time? Oh dude, fuck, Chris, what time was this? Like three, not even. When? Before the when, game? Bef like before the game. Like this is like twelve. This is twelve o'clock. Twelve. So I started drinking out like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes. Yeah. So let's continue this. So Here. now we're at the point of the Uber, which I don't remember. So Chris, I'm tagging you in here. All right. Is this so. the Uber that I told that they could murder us? <laughs> yes. Or was that on the way back? So yeah. I have a few drinks. James is like, dude, I'm good. Let's go. He calls an Uber because we had no clue where the fuck we were going. No, yeah. It's a woman driver. And we get in the car. James gets in the front seat. And he's like... Oh yeah, we're not from around here, blah blah blah. It started off good, we're on our way, we're talking about the game, and all of a sudden James it had to hit him like a ton of bricks, and he's like, oh my god, you could totally take us anywhere right now and just drop us for dead in a ditch. <laughs> like, we have absolutely no clue where we are. Chris, Chris in the meantime is like tapping, he's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm literally <laughs> tapping him on the shoulder from across the car, because I was behind the driver, yeah. like, what the, the spot fuck the are you doing? And he's like, yeah, we're just here for a good time, you know? 
you could totally, totally just like I leave was, us right here and we'd have no clue what to do. I was challenging this fucking Uber driver to murder us. I want to thank you if you're listening to this, which you probably aren't, but thank you for saving our lives that day. <laughs> thank you for not <laughs> killing us. totally wanted to die, or I, I think something else, but it's a, we won't get into that. It's a weird fetish. Um, and <laughs> we get to the stadium story. and he's like, oh my god. We made it. You actually drove us here. Like, he was set that she was not going to bring us here. <laughs> just like, and, this woman is but going to kill us. I'm ready yeah. to die. At this point, Dear Lord, I'm... Me. This is during a phase in my life where I could drink as much as I wanted, and it just would not hit me. It, would, like, it was a case. delayed offset hit. It was it the greatest thing me. in the world for the kid. So, I'm... Com- it was security great, gates. Let's yes. get to the security gate. So, I'm completely sober. James already cannot walk. So I get to the security gate, and the most baller I've ever felt. The dude, I come back to him. The guy's like, "All right, dude, empty your pockets." I'm like, "Fuck, like where am I?" And the guy's like, "Dude, empty your pockets." I'm like, "All right," and I pull out a condom, a nip, and a hundred dollar bill. And the guy's like, "That's it, no wallet, no wallet." And the guy's like, "Just fucking put it away." I honest to God remember holding him just being like, fuck. <laughs> like, that was the only thought. I looked at this guy because the eyes are oh like, I'm about to get kicked out of here, which I should have. <laughs> Would have saved us so much trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, we're stumbling. Like, I am, Chris is trying to keep me straight. I'm swaying. I don't know how security didn't pick up on that before. I'm swinging I'm like, I want a t-shirt. My hand on his shoulder. We buy some merch. We yep. get an Alabama shirt and a hat. Yep. And we start walking towards our seats. And he bumps into probably eight people. People start turning around. He's like, what's up, man? What's up? And I'm like, I'm grabbing him by the shoulder. I'm like, let's go, bud. Let's go. We're not doing this right now. We get to our seats. We have amazing seats. Um, and he's sitting down. We're having a good time. And we realize we can buy liquor there. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to get a drink. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go piss. He comes out and he's like, I totally just puked in that stall. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, dude, are you okay? The game hasn't even started yet. And he's like, no, I'm good. I just need some food. So the game's going on. I miss most of the game because I'm trying to buy this guy's steak and cheese. And now we're probably past the first quarter. There's one video of me coming to consciousness during the first quarter, panning the crowd and going, so I have a video of it, and I'm showing the field, and then James is like half asleep, and he's just like, <laughs> and then like immediately his arm. out again. And let it be known we're sitting next to like coaches. Yeah, we're not we're not sports. we're not in like a student section, which we didn't realize. We are in a faculty section. with trainers and coaches. Uh, and like the guy next to me, staff. I had a great conversation with him. Was the baseball trainer, mm-hmm. and he was like. Everyone's kind of staring at us, like, is he okay? And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. He's just a little tired, you know? Nothing wrong. So, here. in between this, I ran up and tried to throw up again and get it out. I tried to pull the trigger, and I'm just like, like jamming my finger down my throat. Like, I'm fucking, I am fucking my throat so with my finger. He's looking for the hidden G spot. And it's not going, dude. Yeah. And, like, the, the people are banging the stall. I'm like, I'm trying, Let's put it this way. I waited in the bathroom with him to make sure he got there okay. There's only one stall. Everything else was urinals. In this whole fucking Everything else was urinals. So it was like, had to be, yeah, after everyone shitting in it or puking. And James just, just, and I can't fucking do it. I couldn't fucking do it, dude. So we go out, we go back to seat. I get him a steak and cheese, and I come down, and 
he's like, I can't, I can't. Just get it away from me. So I put it on the curb and he knocks it over. Not a big deal. It's a steak and cheese, but like the smell's making him sick. So right before halftime, he has been asleep for about 30 minutes now and everyone's looking around and going, is he okay? And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. And halftime's just about to hit. He looks up, looks at me, like with eyes, his eyes are like, I'm so sorry. Covers his mouth with his oh, hand so and just lapped. lets it out. Just lets it out. No. And it's all over me. It's all over him, like all over him. It's in his shoes, it's everywhere. And there's these girls sitting in front of us who just, it didn't get anywhere close to him, but they were being a little overdramatic, but I get it. Some man just puked behind you. Jump up and run away. And I'm like, Meanwhile, they I booked it. James gets up. Tries to clean myself away. off in the bathroom. At this point, I'm like, I'm enough. I'm like, oh my God, like I just did this. Like, we need to go. So I'm like trying to wash myself off in the bathroom. People are like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember some dude like past people like, ugh. <laughs> and so like I come back and I'm looking for Chris. And like I see these like guards like pointing at me. It's like a movie. I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm about to get chased. He's like, I'm going to die today. I'm going to die here. Where's Chris? Where's Chris? It's about to fucking happen. And James tries to book it. Or not book it. No, I get Chris. I'm like, Chris, we got to fucking go. We got to go. We got to go. So at this point, I'm looking for him, make sure he's okay. And James just goes, we got to go. We got to go. Hits me about eight times and just starts walking away from me. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> what? And all of a sudden, the big asshole security guard comes Also, up. can we talk about this fact that for some reason, I was still covered in puke that I thought I was going to blend in with the crowd. <laughs> Like, I could get away in camo, don't worry. So this is where I think I kind of have to take it from here. I kind of got to take it away from here because I yeah. witnessed what happened. Oh, so yeah. security guards lock him off. They start talking to him. And James is upset because he feels that he just ruined my whole time here. He's upset that he's clearly sick. And it, we cannot say it's alcohol poisoning. He definitely had food poisoning as well. I was blacked out. That is not a question. I was also... <laughs> that milk Very was fucked totally up food. Yeah. Like, it was definitely food poisoning. It was the worst combination of two things you could have. And James is just one of those people that likes to use his hands when he talks. And he's sober enough now to realize what's happening. And the security guards... <laughs> Italian, you could say I'm Italian. And he's waving his hands like, I'm so sorry. He's like this. I, he, hands, hands on, on the head. back. Like, like when you're winded, your coach tells you to like yeah, put your hands exactly. on your head. For those of you who can't yeah, watch this. Hands interlocked on his head. He's like... You know, talking with his hit arms, and they're like, "Whoa, dude, easy with your arms." And I'm like, "I was midway through my criminal justice degree at the time, and I've been very observational my whole life. I always wanted to be a police officer." So I'm like, "Are, are you fucking kidding me? It's a drunk t college kid. What is he gonna do? You already checked him at security, and they're like, "Watch with your hands, man, or we'll have to strap you behind your back." And I was like, "You're a rental cop. Let's Chris, calm it down." Do you remember the strut? When, we walk, when they walked you down? Yeah, but no one was holding me, so I just tie, like put my hands behind my yeah, back so like I was, was handcuffed, <laughs> and just went like, oh, I was like stomping. So he was terrified and mad at himself, and I'm going to find these girls to give them a $50 bill. Yeah. Because a tiny bit got in their jacket, and, um, you know, and they're, I was They're like, making a deal. Right? I, yeah. So I find them. They're with the security guard, like, complaining that their whole time was ruined, and I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Definitely has some food poisoning or something, and like, you know, he's never like this. Um, here's fifty dollars. Buy yourself a new jacket on my behalf. Um, they're like, oh no, we get the jackets for free. 
uh, we just wanted to make sure that you guys got home. Like okay. at we this point, also at this point, like after we threw up, we're like, we should go. Like we're not staying here. I yeah. just threw up. Yeah. <laughs> so and I was in enough state where like I wasn't gonna take it. They were being very rude, and we were talking to them the whole game, and they yeah. were like almost well, you were. Us. <laughs> they were they were flirting with us throughout the game, and I told them that we came in an Uber, and you know we're we're from Boston, and we're staying down here, and we just want to make sure that you guys don't drive home. And I said, you knew that we didn't drive here. You just wanted to cause a problem. And yeah. I was upset at this point. Just take the money. You knew that we were gonna leave. That's the second that happened. Why, you didn't have to do this. And they're like, ah. So I just hand them the money and they're like, no, no, we're not taking your money. And I was like, okay, well, I'm so sorry. It was a pleasure meeting you. And I put my hand out to shake and they both like go like this, thinking I'm covered in puke and won't even acknowledge me. So I'm like, fine, we're out of here. Yeah. So, James so I'm at this like check-in thing, right? And well, they're like asking me- We like, gotta do the strut. Oh yeah. So he, he's at a stand right now and you have to walk down this like wheelchair accessible aisle yeah. to get to, to the exit. And they're like, all right, come down here. There's like eight security guards all watching him. I'm like, yeah, you guys are really protecting him. What's he gonna do, bolt? You are already kicking him out. Yeah. And this huge, huge security guard had to be over seven, seven feet tall. Oh, dude was Kept fucking telling massive. to James, he was an asshole. He was like, when the, when your hangover cures in four days, you'll be thanking no, your best you friend. No, when you wake up from when your you hangover, When you wake up yeah. from your hangover in four days, you'll be thanking your friend. And I was like, do you, you ever know how alcohol works? <laughs> Have you ever once drank? So, sidestep, sidestep. I, when they were talking to James, I pulled a security guard aside and I said, "You, what are you guys doing to him? And like, he's done nothing criminally wrong. You, you can't, can't take him anywhere like oh no he's just getting a written citation a written warning that says if it happens you know strike one at the stadium and if it happens two more times at the stadium he's not allowed back and i was like okay so can i ask why they're being assholes to him and like you know he's a college kid he got a little too drunk it's not like he meant to come here and puke all over like we paid a lot of money to come here and you're just like he's some asshole like treat him like a human mm -hmm. they're like okay you, you're right you're hit we're gonna handle this a little differently like we're we apologize but we just can't have that here and i was like so this security guard was actually down to earth with me and i'm like we're from boston he came all the way down here to have a good time he's clearly sick in some state because he didn't drink I, he drank a lot but i <laughs> obviously <laughs> I was like, he didn't drink. yes yeah. i embellished and i was like he didn't drink that much what the fuck are you guys doing like you're treating him like an asshole and now he's upset. He's like, he's really upset. And they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm terribly sorry. We just can't have it here. And he was down to earth. And I was like, all right, thank you. I shake this guy's hand. I gotta shake your hand. <laughs> Those other two. No, we did not. The other two, I was like, easy, dude. You're kicking yeah. him out already. I, we didn't say anything, but the guy was an asshole. Rent a cop, clearly. So, anyways, we get he gets his written warning. Did you end up keeping that? No, you threw it out. Right? I threw it out. Um, it up, they kick us outside and I already called an Uber. Yeah, so we're sitting there waiting for the Uber and and like the most irrational James like <laughs> like mental thing like we're talking about this thing and I'm like fuck like dude I've ruined your time because like no like I've had a great time this is a story and for some reason in my brain is click like you gotta get in his face. I'm like no I fucking ruined your time I'm like yelling at Chris's face He's like dude back up like one hit will knock you on your ass right now like you are drunk as shit and i'm like i fucking ruined your time and we're this whole plan <laughs> so james is still covered in puke we walk outside he crumples up his paper and just chucks it somewhere and he's like 
It ruined the whole fucking vacation right in my face. There's still like puke on him. And I'm like, dude, it's all right. We're going to go back. We're going to sleep it off and we can still have a good time. You know, it's New Year's Eve. Let's have, figure out something when we get back. Let's just focus on getting back right now. He comes in my face and he's literally exactly <laughs> what he just said. Exactly what he just said. I ruined this whole fucking time. This is supposed to be your the present for you, for us to have fun. And I'm like, James, I'm not in the new, in the mood right now. Please get away from me before I have to tackle you and the real police come. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, fight me right here. Punch me in the face. That's all you can do for me right now. And I'm like, James, I'm actually gonna if you don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Long story short, we get in the Uber. And for some reason, James sat in the front seat. Converted <laughs> <laughs> puke. And we're in a carpool. We're in a carpool. And first thing he does is looks at the driver and goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like, at this point, I was sober enough to, like, make words, right? Like, what I was saying was coherent. Still in him somewhat drunk state, he texts me and says, don't tell them we're not from around here. And I was like, what does it matter at this point? The other one, you wanted to kill us. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we live right up the street. We're just staying at this hotel just for the night because we figured it'd be closer. You know, I grew up here my whole life. I love the Falcons. I'm dying laughing. We get back to the hotel, and I was going to get some food. We had some snacks. The yeah. first thing James does is pass out on the bed Ask for him. nine hours. Fair. Wake and up. It gets better, but we'll save that for another time. So. I mean, we can keep going with it, man. All right, like, this, is all, this is all added content. So, you all know where to find us already. He wakes up at <laughs> 11 at night on New Year's Eve. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, what time is it? Oh, we ordered room service. We tried. No, it was canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, he was like, I need food now. And I was like, okay, let's order some room service. We're right here. We had enough, you know, drinks in the fridge to last us. And he was like, nah, yeah, I want buffalo wings right now. So I call room service and no answer. I'm like, fuck. And he's like, I'm ready to go, dude. I feel great. I need a drink and some buffalo wings in my life. So we go on down to the hotel bar. A couple mules, I think. Dude, all I remember at the hotel bar is like kicking the fireplace, looking at their nutcrackers, like talking about the piano. And then the next thing I remember, it's like five, four, three, like, oh shit, happy new year. Yeah. And so then we were down there just waiting around, I think, for New Year's. And this group of Canadians comes up to us. And they're from Canada, but they're like our age. They're they were, doing, but no, they were doing like a tour of America or something, right? Yeah, or something they were like coming, that. They, they were going go through the, the U.S. Florida. And they were down in Atlanta or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we're having a party in our room. You want to come back? And I was like, big red flag in my head. James goes, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we go to their room. And the biggest red flag of them all, they're all like, yo, I don't have my key. Do you have your key? And all four of them, it goes through, I don't have a key. Do you have a key? And James is like, oh, well, we have drinks in our room. So come on to our room. And I'm like, huge red flag. I'm like, James, you are the biggest idiot I know. That is clearly a scam. We're about to get murdered. And I was like, James, we're not. And I was like, why don't we go just go grab the drinks and we'll bring them back to you. And they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll figure out a key situation. So we get in their room and it's literally one king bed. And all four of these guys are like sleeping on the floor, except for one of them gets to bed or whatever. Right. Suitcases sprawled out everywhere and stuff. Right. And they're like, 
yeah, so this is our room. So let's go outside and try yeah. to find a bar. <laughs> we walk for probably an hour trying to find something walking open. Around Nothing New was Year's open Eve. around. There was like a weird like shopping mall thing near us. But I'm it was still lost. It yeah. was so weird. It was very strange. But um it was actually <laughs> we stayed at um Emory University. But it, it's like a college town. There was no one there. It was no. like completely ghost dead. Yeah, ghost town. So we end up walking around with them for like an hour and a half and do nothing and then go back to the hotel bar and then just go to bed. Yeah, honestly, there wasn't like a good ending to it. It's just we went to bed. And then, <laughs> so the next morning we had to wake up at eight, pack up and drive home because you had worked the, we had to have him home by like a certain time because he had worked Monday and it was like a Sunday or yeah. something that we left. So he's still very, very much hungover and not feeling good. Yeah, my stomach's in knots. It has flipped over yeah. five times. We pack up quick because we woke up late, get in the car, and we go to South Carolina. And yeah. we pull over and go to a Cracker Barrel. And now we are in Clemson country. Yo, we both oh have our God. Alabama shirts and on. And for, for no apparent reason, we're like, we should probably change. Like, we yeah. just like not wear yeah. this. We walk in there. It is a fucking sea of orange. orange. We would have been torn apart. <laughs> and they sat us in the very, very front table. Yeah. Now, granted, a little... James only brought one pair of shoes, and his shoes were still covered in puke. So I had to deal with that in my car for the three hours to get to <laughs> South Carolina. And... <laughs> So we just, we're like, just miserable at this point. We're all both tired. We have a huge, wicked long drive ahead of us. So we eat at Cracker Barrel and we're on our way. And James is like, do you want to switch off? Because I still kind of feel like shit. And I was like, nope, I will drive. I will drive. And I drove 18 hours straight home. James was asleep probably for 12 of those hours. Yeah. And we get home at like 2 a.m. And I just drop him off at his house and I'm like, See you, man. I'm going the fuck to bed. Uh-huh. And I just went home, and that's the story. No, that's it. That was that was one of the greatest Chris what and James, if not memory. the greatest Chris and James memory we have. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, thank you all for joining us. And it was a bit of a long episode. I kind of enjoyed doing this little like story time at the end. We might Me have to too. do this more. That was yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you know where to find us at Boda Sports everywhere. We can tell your Russia story next. <laughs> we can tell our Fourth of July stories next. Yeah, we got plenty. Um, How about on the couch. Shout out to everyone for <laughs> shout out to everyone for uh, listening. Subscribe, rate five stars, please. And uh, as always, just stay beautiful. Yeah, for Zach, guys, I think <laughs> Zach's dying. For Zach, yeah, for so Drew, good. Chris, I'm James. Stay beautiful as always, baby girl. Love you guys.